everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. We are here to talk about the latest weekend of Hallmark movies. And uh, I am film critic Rachel Wagner. I'm really excited to be here with uh, my lovely co-host Caroline is here. Hey y'all. And my movie buddy and one of my BFFs is here to join on the podcast. Jen Edwards is here. Thank you so much, Jen, for coming on. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yes, this is uh, your second time on Hallmarkies. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's been the a last, while. yes, the last time that she was on, it was with me and Amy, where we were introducing her to Hallmark movies. And now oh. you are a full fledged watch every weekend Hallmark fan. Would you agree? For real. Yes. For real. August 2019 is when we did that podcast. And yeah, I'm watching it every weekend. Yes. <laughs> Another It's Hallmark- a good thing to be yeah another convert to add to the list it's a good thing to be addicted to so yeah it really is yeah i agree yes uh so caroline would you agree with me that they have had a pretty strong start over at hallmark channel this year yes and like because usually the first couple weeks it's kind of like uh some so so but like oh my gosh like off the charts like all of them and I'm waiting for it to go downhill like later on in the season. I'm like, I'm not getting my hopes up too much, but I'm excited. But they have killed it the last three weeks. I agree. And I don't know if it's just because I am like needing them more this year. I'm I'm really trying to be objective as a critic, but I don't know. I just feel like they have been really good. And Mm -hmm. uh, I... I just all of them I there hasn't been one that I've hated none of them have taken me to a dark place there's no I mean there's been some that are better than others but but I think they've all been okay Mm -hmm. I don't know what do you think Jen do you think they've had a pretty good start well I fully agree because I've had a lot of catch-up to do because I'm (laughs) a kind of a newer um watcher so I still in between am watching some of the older ones and I would say this year is so much better I I mean Yeah, there hasn't been a, you know, a a bad one in the bunch. Especially over on Movies Mysteries, because last year they started with Merry Christmas Match, which was rough. (laughs) That was the first one of all the Christmas movies. And uh, so already the the ones on Movies Mysteries have been way better than that. So Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's and especially it's just so impressive in a time of a pandemic that they managed to make all of these movies and make them great. I swear it's, it's really winning 2020, certainly in the world of movies. Mm -hmm. It's, it's unbelievable. So yeah, I'd say that this weekend was another solid weekend of movies from Hallmark and Hallmark Movies Mysteries. And we also have our non Hallmark podcast that will post tomorrow. So if you want to find out our thoughts on the lifetime films uh, then you can check that out if you are uh, interested in those also netflix too we had from the pilot podcast we had a big hallmark fan her name is me too and she's the host of the pilot podcast and so she came with me and amy for the non-hallmark uh, update this week and she was so fun you'll love it and so let's dive in and start talking about our first movie so we started out with never kiss a man in a christmas sweater and i think that if I'm not mistaken, I believe that we all gave this diamond rings in the previous mm-hmm. show, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a lot going for it. I mean, Ashley Williams is a delight and an animator, so good. And then also script adapted by Nina Wyman, who we love and uh, uh, is uh, one of the friends of our podcast. And so we were pretty, pretty excited. And this movie, the plot is single mom Maggie is facing Christmas alone until Lucas crashes into her life and becomes an unexpected house guest. Together, they overcome Christmas while finding comfort in their growing bond. So, Jen, what was your overall thoughts about this movie? Um, I love this one. I mean, I really did. I mean, it has it has all the right pieces. It has kids. It has military. It has great leads. And it was just a great little story. Um, mm-hmm. My only beef with the whole thing is the title is too long. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept forgetting how all the words slapped together when I was talking to someone else to tell them it was a good one. I was like, never something Christmas sweater. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. And I, I did, did read the book uh, that it's based on. It's loosely based on the, the Have book. The it's never kiss a man in a Christmas jumper. Cause that's uh-huh. from England. That's British. And it's a, it's got a little, it's a little spicier than Hallmark. <laughs> Smart PG 13, I would say uh, with the content in the book. Uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I agree with you. I, it had all of the pieces that you want as far as the sweetness and it, it took some risk. I think that you don't typically see in a Hallmark film. I liked the fact that she's sharing custody of her daughter. Uh, that's, that's, I've never seen that in a Hallmark film before I've seen people that were divorced, but even that's pretty rare. And somebody mm-hmm. who's amicably sharing custody with her ex, I thought that was really interesting and having to be without her daughter for the holidays. And I think a lot of women will really be able to connect with that and will will like that. So that was really good. And uh, yeah, it's overall, you kind of have to accept this sort of bonkers premise. It's sort of ridiculous, <laughs> but, but I, I did and it was fun. And uh, would you agree, uh, Caroline? Yeah, I love the movie. Like anything like with Ashley Williams, I love. And mm-hmm. it's nice to see her back on regular Hallmark Channel after a couple of years of her doing the mystery movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it, it fits her better, like the comedy mm-hmm. and stuff. And I love Niall. And so they're perfect together. And Nina's great. So mm-hmm. it was just perfect combo for me. Yeah, the only time I didn't like Ashley in a Hallmark movie was Love on the Limb. That one... Mm-hmm. Mm. Not my favorite. I agreed yeah. with the people wanting to to, to to ruin the tree, get rid of the tree <laughs> on that one. But other than that, I think she's a total delight and I love her movie. The whole let's talk about this whole premise of she knocks him out with the tree, with the Christmas tree, and he ends up having to go to the hospital. And, <laughs> and Jen, what do you think of that? Was it-, I mean, it was really silly. I mean, it's really it, it really was silly. Not that I'm against silly, but yeah. because it recovered pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, he was only grumpy for a little bit. I mean, he, you know, the initial uh, grumpiness kind of went quickly. So, I mean, it was silly, but they brought it, they brought it home pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sort of like, uh, I don't know, something like miscongeniality or whatever. Like it's, it's kind of a ridiculous premise, but if you just enjoy it, then you'll enjoy the movie because it has such fun mm-hmm. performances and, and you just go with it. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And what do you think of the whole scene when she knocks him out with the Christmas tree? Do you think that was funny, Caroline? Yeah. I, and when she called 911, like it was, I was laughing. Like, I just stick it, it, out. it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And cause she's super independent. She wants to do everything by herself. And she doesn't want help with the tree. And and I think the Nell Mater was perfect for this role because he's kind of a little bit snarky and a little, he's a, like sort of a sarcastic side to him, which I think mm-hmm. made him really funny mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. So, <laughs> but what I liked as far as his character though, this whole idea in the movie about he had this dream of becoming an architect and all of a sudden the dream is kind of, boring him he's over the dream and what do you do then you know that because uh, usually it's pretty simple if you dream if you dream enough then you'll be able to you know achieve your dreams kind of the whole la la land thing or whatever and what are you going to sacrifice for your dreams well what if like the next step is like wow this was not what i thought it was going to be and that, so i kind of liked that that about his character that he kind of was like what do i do now <laughs> Yeah, it sounded to me like classic like corporate burnout kind of mm-hmm. when like mm-hmm. you know your dream job turns into a, be more about money and bosses and clients and that kind of stuff and I liked how they brought it back to what he really liked to do uh, mm-hmm. as part of that but I think that's so relatable mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at least I know I've been burned out and that I just really felt that mm-hmm. yeah and sometimes like your career can go in a certain way that you're grateful, but it's not really kind of what you had planned. And it's kind of what happens here is that he he kind of got tricked into thinking that he wanted to do corporate architecture, but that's not what he wanted to do. And so it takes the course of the film for him to realize that he actually wanted to build homes. Mm-hmm. And, and so I thought that was a nice kind of little subtle journey for his character. Yeah. 
And I liked, I liked how he progressed into like at towards at the end of the movie, like he did want to do that. Like I liked watching him like realize that as the movie went on. Yeah, me too. At that scene when he's um, making the plans for the gingerbread house with the kids mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. cutest, just the cutest. Yes. I just thought that was the sweetest thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Caroline, what do you think about this whole uh, this whole sort of theme of her uh, having shared custody with her daughter? I, I, first of all, I really liked the actress playing her daughter. I thought she was mm-hmm. really good. Um, mm-hmm. But what do you think about that whole uh, whole storyline? I, I liked it. I liked that the the daughter had a good relationship with both the mom and the dad, and that mm-hmm. Ashley's character had a good like relationship with like the the dad and the stepmom. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like anything like oh like they're gonna be miserable you know together. I just I liked all that too. Mm-hmm. and it, it felt more realistic now because nowadays when someone like gets divorced they might be more amicable with the you know the ex mm-hmm. so I think it's more relatable yeah I mean I think there is hopefully more of an of a desire for co-parenting now mm-hmm. than maybe there was in the past uh, because that's certainly what's best for the children is when you can mm-hmm. proactively and healthily co-parent uh, as mm-hmm. opposed to kind of fighting over the child mm-hmm. that's the, that's really hard um, mm-hmm. what do you think of that Jen um I particularly loved all that she had to say about what happened in her marriage mm-hmm. um I liked that she kind of had a truth about it and that didn't paint her ex in the, the greatest light but basically you know he worked too much and then when I said that's not okay he went and found someone <laughs> who who found like it was okay yeah. And I think that's what happens a lot. And the single moms end up saying, you know, that's what, how it works, but then you make it work. Um, yeah. I just appreciated that she owned that and wasn't unhappy about it. Yeah. Like she owned what she knew what happened. She knew why it went that way. And I don't think they talk like that specifically in these Hallmark movies like that. I thought that was something new I hadn't seen. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. definitely unique. And the fact, you know, she said she kind of complained about, what happened or expressed her sadness about it and then she's like well but i still am i'm happy i'm happy for him in the end and she's able to make it work uh but still feels that loneliness of not being with her daughter uh Mm -hmm. for the holidays which again i bet a lot of viewers can really connect with that aren't able to be with their children during the holidays that's really hard and and so I thought that was great. And, and then when they do show up with her daughter at the uh, event later on mm-hmm. and how in much it meant to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was such a nice moment. That was a really mm-hmm. Christmassy, really nice moment, I thought. So and that it was felt great. Like he, her ex-husband felt the same about her, which is, mm-hmm. you know, wanted, wished her well and wanted her, yeah. their child to have that experience too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the only th- one I can think of that was similar to this uh, was last year with uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas is what it was called. Another long name uh, that I loved with the divided town in mm-hmm. half with Eric Mabius because, mm-hmm. she, and um, mm-hmm. oh, what's her name? Shoot. I can't think of her name, but anyway, she was uh, Trisha, Trisha Halfler, Halfler. She was mm-hmm. divorced also and had a good relationship with her uh, ex who was Peter Benson and uh, that one, I really, I thought that one was really fun. So I like that. I think they should can continue to do that. Plus it gave her like a real motivation and- of working with the military kids of like why she was so involved because it would fill the sort of hole missing with her daughter being gone, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, also enjoyed the connection it gave sweet. to um, Niall's character because he was coming out of this work too much situation. Mm-hmm. And he could acknowledge that and then recognize how he would not be that with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I did think that the, the, the little boy, the, uh, at the, um, at the center, uh, the military center, I, he was, he was, he laid it on. It was pretty thick. The, uh, especially whenever, whenever a little kid in a Christmas movie says, Hey, mister, hey, mister you know, this is going to be some, hardcore child's child uh, acting going on um, and he was he was he was cute but he was a lot I guess um but one thing I liked about this whole thing with the kids in the military is that they didn't actually have 
everything be turning out perfect for the kids. Like they had the, they were able to coordinate the videos, but, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't show up. And- yeah. Which I thought was actually kind of nice. I mean, I like it when the parents show up too. I'm a sucker for that, but me too. this, this was nice too, that it was a little more realistic. I kept saying, oh, they're going to show up. And then like, oh, but the videos were so cute anyway. Like, it was sweet. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Um, And they had some fun moments, I thought, with these kids. Like, the the snowball fight, I thought was really fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was good. And uh, I liked the side characters, particularly his BFF, uh, played by Matthew McCall, who I, he is, plays Jonas in the Haley Dean. Yes. Uh, and I think he is so handsome. <laughs> I mean, uh, not later handsome too, but I, I, I always see him. He was just in the Roar Tea Garden movie. Yeah, I was going to say he was in Aurora and like he and now got to play again. Together, yeah, so that was like, cute. They need to get him as a lead in one of these non Haley Dean. Cause I think he is just charming and he was funny. I mm-hmm. like when, I like when he's like, we've been friends for like, 13 years and you never got me a trip to Paris and I thought he was that was funny. so funny yeah. <laughs> that was funny and I don't know I just think he deserves they should make him a leading man because some props I, to him yes he was a good supporting but he and he's great in Haley Dean they in they uh is as her love interest on that on that series uh but anyway I thought he was fun and I, I, I think her, was it her, who's her, I can't remember her friend, uh, but just the, everybody, I thought the supporting characters as a whole were, were a lot of fun in this. Mm-hmm. They seemed more real to me, mm-hmm. like kind of like mm-hmm. my real friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, a little bit snarky just, and, and supportive at the same time. Yeah. I also liked the way that he set up her art studio. That was really cute. Yes, that was so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like it was a realistic, I thought, gesture. Because sometimes they can be a little <laughs> over the top in some mm-hmm. of these. Uh, not, to, not to bring up When Calls the Heart, but it are uh, 5 million candles that are available in Hope Valley. For <laughs> uh, like a notice. Yeah. <laughs> uh but this felt realistic like it was just a cute he got like a uh, just put her you know supplies and everything it wasn't too much i don't think and it was very thoughtful mm-hmm. and uh him paying attention to what sweet. her dreams are mm-hmm. as to to want to be an I was artist say and, that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he listened he listened well yeah mm-hmm. which is such an attractive quality I was gonna, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the I thought they had a, a pretty early kiss, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do appreciate when that happens. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I, I was nervous about COVID and the like restrictions. Like yeah. I, I thought, oh maybe one kiss per like per movie. I'm like I can deal mm-hmm. with that. But these movies have been giving us early kisses, and I'm like yay. So I was excited. And, about yeah, if you because I mean especially if you're gonna have kiss in the title, mm-hmm. we really need to have at least two kisses come on and <laughs> she she had said in their interview with her that they had i guess originally three kisses but they had to take mm. one out because of covid oh i know I that because <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead i'll say because like during in the preview that they showed it showed a kiss so like i was already thinking there's going to be more than one because they showed the kiss like in the promo so mm-hmm. I, I was already looking forward to it. I'm like oh we're gonna have two kisses so I was yeah. yeah and it's fun she actually just talked about in the interview about I guess they spray this alcohol around their lips uh before a kiss and mm. uh and so I don't know it was, it was interesting to hear the behind the scenes and there's like an a, mm-hmm. immediate rinse or something after mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> all the yeah. protocols what did you think about the conflict towards the end when she gets really nervous and she kind of calls things off? Did you buy that conflict? What do you think, Jen? Um, I thought it was classic hallmark in that she didn't hear, hear the whole conversation. So it was a jump to conclusion situation. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was unique at all, but understandable. I honestly think in general, that ta- tactic 
is hard to it's hard for me mm-hmm. because I when you're over here when you're when you're you know when you're listening in you're never getting all the details mm-hmm. <laughs> but and then a lot of people jump really like these huge conclusions all right that's it but it's I mean in the real world it's because they're scared and I guess mm-hmm. you understand that but I it, it's annoying to me Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, especially if she was sort of scared because of her daughter, and uh, but then her daughter's strong, and and basically when she talks to her, and she's like, "Would you be okay with that?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." So <laughs> I think that that was part of it. But yeah, it definitely it, those are always sort of frustrating scenes where you're just like, "Just talk to him. Just talk to him. What are you doing?" Never believe yeah. an overheard conversation ever. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I was watching it, when I was watching it, I'm like, just stay five more seconds. Like, just don't go away. Like, just listen. Yeah. But I, I, I do agree that she, she was nervous for like for her daughter and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was kind of believable, but still, come on, girl. Like, yeah. you're a strong woman. You can do it. Like, just listen mm-hmm. but then it did provide a pretty good ending i love when he was there just to say goodbye and he's like here's your presence mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and she opens it and it's the sweater the ugly christmas sweater from the beginning of the film and ticket to paris it's so cute mm. and so then she they she goes and they reunite and it's great and uh, so yeah it was a lot of fun I really enjoyed this film and uh yeah I give it out of five crowns um I I give it pretty high I actually have it number three in my ranking for this year and so far out of 12 Hallmark movies so I'm gonna give it like a 4.5 crowns I really enjoyed it uh and um I uh have it just under one royal holidays my number two uh, so what would you give it, Caroline? I was going to say 4.75. Like mm-hmm. it, it wasn't as like, it didn't like, it wasn't, a, it was still wonderful. Like, but one Royal holiday is still like, that's hard to Your top, favorite? you know? Yeah. 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 It was really good. Yeah. But I loved, I've loved it though. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen, what about you? What would you give it? Oh, one Royal holiday is getting lots of play on this conversation because it's my favorite of this season so far too yeah and um this one is maybe my second or third so i would i would probably be at about like a 4.5 too i was yeah. not sure on your crowns if you went like if there were partial crowns allowed so i was happy to hear that you guys do the decimal right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or if you only worked in full crowns like i wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah we accept all crown ratings uh so very good all right. Uh, so then next we have the Christmas ring, the silver and Hallmark movies mysteries. And this stars uh, Nazneen, a uh, contractor. And uh, she is the first person of South Asian descent to prepare as a lead in one of these movies. So that's kind of exciting. Cool. Yes. Good. And this is written, this is written by Anna White, who we've had on our show and she's done some pretty fun films in the past. And this the summary is a reporter searches for the love story behind an antique engagement ring with the help of the ring's owner's grandson. They learned the legacy his grandparents left behind. And uh, yeah, so this one, she, she had lost the ring of her parents and then she finds this ring with a special inscription on it and she decides to buy it and research it to try to get a, a story written for this kind of uh, uh, what's it um uh, kind of it's kind of like a buzzworthy or whatever that uh, uh, to see if she can get this story written about this ring and uh, I don't know Caroline what what were your overall thoughts about this one I liked it I liked the mystery aspect of it more than the romance part of it mm-hmm. but like it it was it was intriguing. So I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like it, the romance didn't win me over. Mm. Jen, what do you think? Um, I was, I was okay. I mean, it's a, I was more interested in the mystery part of it too. I actually kind of half watched it the first time. And then because we were going to talk about it, I watched it again last night and I was much more into the details of what happened to the ring 
and that actually following that through. Um, the, the stuff that didn't um, sit well with me was most of the stuff with her job and the articles. Like the, her boss seemed really like nasty one note mm-hmm. of like, <laughs> um, you know, the worst online magazine ever that's only out to hurt people. And we only want to know about the breakup. And um, that seemed kind of cartoonish to me. Um, and I, the, the romance was actually fine for me. And I just thought she's, I just think she's adorable, that lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought that was great. She did a lot to help me in this film. She was uh, just an energy about her that really yeah. helped a lot. She was very sweet. And I, I, I do agree that the, I don't know, they're trying to, uh, to have her working for this quiz site, uh, and it seemed like a bit of a stretch that that they would ever print on a quiz site, print this kind of sentimental right. article. Like uh, it'd yeah. be one thing. It, I don't know if it was something like uh, I'm trying to think of sort of a medium in between kind of site uh, that would maybe you'd see something like that in uh, the um, I don't know something like good housekeeping or something like that you could see them doing both the fun stuff quizzes and the and the more sentimental readers digest mm-hmm. maybe maybe something like that i don't know off the top of my head that's what i think of but the um, boss made it seem like it was all salacious stuff like it didn't all match for me the yeah she thought that the ring story would belong there and the boss was really over here yeah i think they were trying to do like a buzzfeed and also has some like tabloid type stuff mm-hmm. but yeah i i I, uh, I felt like it was a bit of a stretch although i did think it was really funny how she had the uh the <laughs> what reindeer are you quiz. and all the people had taken the quiz <laughs> and were reporting back yeah. on it <laughs> yeah like they said i was a dasher but i'm, I'm still in doubt of that <laughs> i did think that, that was, was pretty funny that, that was, was funny. funny and i like David Alpay, I think he's really great, but I do agree that he maybe he was a bit of a grump for a little too long, and they needed mm-hmm. to kind of warm him up a little sooner in the script uh, because he was pretty difficult. And it's like I understand not wanting sort of the perfection of your grandparents' marriage to be sort of toppled and be a little nervous about that because because I can understand that, but I but. I don't know. I just felt like at a certain point, he said, just let her write her article. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, she had proven herself to be a, you know, a nice person by that point uh, that, uh, that uh, come on. I, it was, this one's a little, it was a little slow for me. If I'm honest, it was a little <laughs> getting all the clues together. Certainly seen worse. It was watchable. I'd watch it again, but it was just a little, the pacing was a little off for me. Uh, with it um i also got really nervous with her storing the ring in that little bag i'm like shouldn't you have it somewhere more secure i don't mm-hmm. know I wonder if she'd get that out i'm like and i don't really understand if she's a struggling reporter how she afforded this ring to begin with yeah that doesn't I mean, it that looked didn't... very expensive mm-hmm. thousands of dollars for this ring but she well, seems to she have money an there. antique place that could have been a steal maybe i guess yeah evidently yeah so they have this whole cooking the whoopie pies uh montage and i don't think that that's how you make whoopie pies i just don't (laughs) think like it didn't add up (laughs) like they're rolling stuff out and like that's how that's how a whoopie whoopie pie is like a cake like a mini cake Mm-hmm. there's no rolling involved and and i loved the scene just the quick little shot of them their hands both touching the the the, the bowl of eggs at the same time <laughs> like yeah, so they took all the eggs out of the egg cartons and put it into this bowl so then they could both <laughs> it was like really he was funny. he was grumpy for so long that i thought maybe for a second that wasn't going to be the romance I know. Mm-hmm. So too. when that happened with the hands in the egg bowl, I was like, "Oh, they're really letting me know that this is the romance right here." Yeah, <laughs> they're showing me for sure. <laughs> there you yeah. go. 
I also thought it was a little bit funny that they have this car and he's like, oh, I tinker around with it every now and then. And he pulls it up out of the uh, the cover and it is like pristine. Take me to the auto show. Perfect. Like, yeah. what is going on? And that was funny to me. I'm like, really? You just tinker around with it every now and then? Um, but, uh, but they did have a early, pretty early kiss in this movie mm-hmm. in the car. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, what did you think of Casey Manderson, the brother running the store in this one? What did you think, uh, uh, Caroline? I, I love seeing Casey in any like Hallmark movie. So I was pleasantly surprised to see him in the movie. Like, I thought he was good. Yeah. I guess they, I, don't, I, I wasn't really sure what their difference of opinion were. Yeah. He wants to, what does he want to do? Uh, David Alpay's character, he wants... Uh, he wants to, to be arranged differently or something like that. Anyway, yeah, there's some kind like of conflict. Yeah. Going on. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, with how the grandma used to do it. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And they found out about this cookie exchange. And mm-hmm. boy, is that a throwback. I, I, I'm finding myself in these movies in 2020. I'm just like finding myself nostalgic about stuff that I never thought I would be nostalgic about ever like mm-hmm. when people are just in crowds like mm-hmm. if there's ever a parade i'm just like oh <laughs> in, in the one of the lifetime movies the the one of the um girls is a bit of a, a an awkward hugger like she's very huggy and i just thought <laughs> i was like i put on twitter i'm like remember when that was a thing when awkward hugging was a thing <laughs> yeah when but, when i see when i see people touch hands i'm like oh that was nice. yeah i'm like cookie exchange i remember that that was the thing that we used to do <laughs> not anymore not this year no it's so sad more yeah. cookies for us and they arranged this cookie exchange in like two days mm-hmm. so that was pretty impressive um, and i just want to say about that brother i don't know that actor um mm-hmm. cause i'm not as versed as you lovely uh host uh, but I felt like he made every scene better every time mm-hmm. he was there. And I initially liked him more. <laughs> and until we found out he was married, I was a little hopeful he was going to be the romantic interest. But we found that out almost immediately. But still, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is a really fun actor. And he finds a way of kind of bringing the humor out, I think, in scenes and making mm-hmm. things funny. He always has good chemistry, I think, with everybody that he's with. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I enjoyed him. And I felt like it was believable, their brothers. I thought so. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so then she writes her article. And uh, we, you know, we get a little bit of our conflict. He's upset. Uh, and, uh, and then... Uh, we get our our and a reunification, and he gives her the ring, but he mm-hmm. gives it to her on the on chain. Mm-hmm. So that was cute. I like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, I don't know how she can afford to just give away these expensive rings, but uh, evidently, being a uh, BuzzFeed journalist is really paying the bills. It's doing really right. good. She must have a trust fund. We're not aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Right in those. Uh, those what what reindeer are you quizzes right. is, is really doing well you just for... found a new job yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a penny every time someone takes the quiz yeah. there you go. <laughs> uh so yeah so caroline out of five what would you give this movie the christmas ring i'm gonna say a three and that's still good for me so i yeah. say three three out of five i agree with you that's exactly what i was gonna give it a three I think it's it's fine. It was just a little slow, but I liked her a lot, and uh, mm-hmm. overall had a nice message. It was it was sweet, so that's what I give it. What about you, Jen? Oh, it's three for three. Yeah, I th- I yeah. thought it was a solid three. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Okay, so then we have Christmas with the Darlings, and this is starring Katrina Law and Carla Marx, and Steve Basick is the brother. I didn't know that he, I'd forgotten that he was in it until I saw it. And then this is written by Tracy Andreen. And if you followed the podcast, we had an interview with Tracy Andreen and Katrina Law, who are in real life sister-in-laws. So (laughs) that's pretty fun. Yeah. 
And they previously did a fan favorite of Snow Bride, which is mm. one of people's favorites Hallmark movies. And Tracy wrote it and Katrina starred in it. And uh, so this is that the- is a classic one. Like, I, I think everyone knows that one. I, yeah. I know that one. Yeah. That was my that was my gateway drug into Hallmark <laughs> movies. I just watched it one day. I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then I just I just snowed like it just kept going. I was like, I'm stuck. What <laughs> so was, thanks, Jen, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, what was your gateway? The first one that you watched that you were oh, like, I, I like these. Before I really got into them, Trading Christmas was like, I just thought was the greatest thing ever, but that didn't get me into it. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. really my gateway drug. I was just thinking, I don't know what my gateway drug is. Although I will tell you this, it was probably Nine Lives of Christmas, which I was- Oh, that's a good one. But that I ended up loving so much, I watched it like three times. I was like, I'm sure I was going to hate some show about a cat, (laughs) about cats, because I'm not a cat person, but oh my gosh, did I love it. So that was maybe my gateway. That one is definitely a fan favorite for sure. Uh, So that's a good one. All right. So yeah, the summary on this is when an assistant gives her final notice, she's drawn into helping the charming younger brother of her wealthy boss as he looks after his orphaned nieces and nephew through Christmas. And uh, yeah, I, this one for me, I thought it was really sweet. I liked the, uh, uh, the some of the creative Christmas scene that they did I liked the uh, whole decorating the Christmases Christmas trees outside with the edible bird seed and the ornaments and making those ornaments I, it's really hard in these movies to come up with a new way to celebrate Christmas and so I appreciated that they had a few different things that I haven't seen in these movies before uh, just like little things like I liked the fact that they uh, had grilled cheese and tomato soup. I've never seen that in a Christmas movie. It looked so good. I was like, oh, yum. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and you could feel, I think, Tracy's writing in this. I liked uh, the just little things like the little debate about whether an oatmeal raisin cookie could be considered Christmas. It's like, can you shape it in the shape of a Christmas thing? It can't that count. Funny. That was funny. I, I thought they had okay chemistry between them it wasn't my favorite chemistry but Mm -hmm. I thought it was sweet and I liked having um the uh I think it was Mrs. Brooks was her name who was Mm -hmm. kind of rooting for Max's character all along and that was cute and the kids were cute Mm -hmm. Uh, I also enjoyed the little Kate and Zoe little flirtation whatever it was something fresh and surprising Mm -hmm. I did not see that coming and yeah I I was like (laughs) I was kind of glad because the last time Hallmark did something like that, they like promoted it heavily. And it was just like, Oh, can we please stop hearing about it? Let's just watch the movie and be done with it and see it. So this was just like, Oh, a little surprise. So I mm-hmm. liked that. And I don't know. What did you think overall of it, Caroline? I, like you like, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was cute. Katrina is like adorable. And I like Carla like in other movies, but like, I didn't like their chemistry wasn't my favorite, like you said, but those mm-hmm. kids were so stinking cute. And I love Steve in all his movies. Mm-hmm. So it was like, he was a plus and it, it was just, it's a sweet little Christmas movie. And I did like that storyline with um, Kate and Zoe. Is that yeah. the Yeah. Kate mm-hmm. and Zoe. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Jen, what do you think of this one? Um, I liked it, but I think you said the word sweet and I found it almost a little too saccharine. Um, there was a lot, especially as it was wrapping up, I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is just over the top, uh, almost too sweet. And there was a thing I had, there were two things I had. The first is, I don't know how an executive assistant working for a company like that would have time to get a law degree and then be a lawyer. Like that seemed mm-hmm. like a really big leap to me. Maybe that's the real world. I don't know. But I was like, that doesn't, it didn't mm-hmm. compete for me. And um, I, but I did appreciate the discussion about family law versus corporate law. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is the older brother, I, I don't know him. I don't know that actor. Um, the one that's the boss mm-hmm. guy. Um, I was surprised. I think we just are so conditioned to expect him to be, he wasn't as hard nosed as maybe that character is in, um, in other movies. And yeah. I was always surprised when he would come back with the softer response and that he was listening. I especially appreciated when he apologized to his brother for being, for dismissing him. Mm-hmm. Like, I, again, mm-hmm. don't think that I see that a lot in these Hallmark movies. There's usually like a clear, 
bad guy in this lane that would never apologize, good guy in this lane. I appreciated that kind of crossover connection of like, they're just brothers and he was really trying to help him. Mm-hmm. And, and he apologized. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was cool. I just, every time it came to him, I felt like he gave the unexpected answer, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. See, he usually does play a lot of villains. He was a very kind of notorious villain on When Calls the Heart. Oh. And, uh, mm. and, yeah, and he's he's been in villains and other things. Uh, but he was uh, the he played Lori Laughlin's husband on Garage Sale Mysteries. And so we all we miss we miss those. You need to watch were, those. You need to find them and watch those. They're really they're good. good. Mm-hmm. They're, okay. they're still the best of I think, I, I don't know. I, I like Mystery 101 a lot. There's some new ones that are pretty good, but I really enjoyed the Grassville Mysteries. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I agree. He was really fun. And I, at the end, when he agrees with her plan, I, I was, it's probably unrealistic, mm-hmm. but I still enjoyed it. I was like, oh, I, I thought the kids were really cute. I still, I still don't really understand how she had a nightmare about fish. I don't quite get that. What is happening there? Yeah. Uh, but but I I uh, I liked that the there were like cute little moments I, I enjoyed when they go to the toy store and they find out that mm. he's secretly been donating the toys and he's kind of standing there like oh, you know was, that was cute to me and the whole sort of dynamic of that's what you call not winging it or winging it. Uh, was was good because I am not a winging it kind of person. I have to have my notes and I have to have everything planned. And if I have to do something spontaneous, it's usually not very good. <laughs> it's not a good, not a good show. Uh, so I, I thought that was that was fun. And and the the whole idea of the sort of the the family fe- family friendly Christmas party being the key to this. Uh, this businessman's from Taiwan's heart. It was cute. Yeah. It's cheesy, that but was it was real, it was cute. I thought that she looked gorgeous at the party. In that, mm-hmm. usually you don't see the green dresses as much as the red dresses, uh, and I just thought it looked so beautiful on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, then he's gonna leave, and I thought it was so cute. They give him the last piece to the puzzle. Yes, I love that part. That was so <laughs> sweet. Really I'm, I'm a sucker for those. The puzzle. I'm also yeah. a huge, sh- huge sucker for uh, pros and cons lists in these movies. <laughs> yeah. So when he makes his stay uh, goal list, uh, I love that. And I, I, my favorite is in the Perfect Catch with Andrew Walker. Yes, sweet. I love that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and he makes his mm-hmm. pro cons list of staying or going. I when love I that. Mm-hmm. Hallmark movies. I thought Andrew Walker was in every single one. <laughs> Wouldn't blame you. It's for almost that. true. Because I, I swear to you, one weekend I watched like five in a row. I'm like, it's that guy again. <laughs> <laughs> Although the last, uh, well, last year he was in two Hallmark movies, but previous to that, he for Christmas he had been in three Lifetime movies in a row. Mm-hmm. So he was a uh, he was abandoning us in our lifetime, and I did particularly like the perfect catch. That's one with Nikki Deloach, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I That's I really liked her on on MTV's Awkward. Yeah, how I know her. <laughs> she's one of the best. Uh, she's great. She really is. Yeah, I really and like yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and I just liked that she says that she says, "Well, how can you?" He says, "How can you take care of these kids and everything?" And, She's just like, I don't know. I just know that I love them and I don't want them to go to Payton Academy. <laughs> I know. I like that too. Yeah. Um, the whole thing with the how the brother's kind of like a mess messing around guy, it echoed a little bit of Sabrina for me, but mm-hmm. as if Sabrina picked the other brother. <laughs> right. I thought so too. And uh, do we agree that riding in the sleigh is the most Christmassy of all Christmas activities? Absolutely. <laughs> that was so cute. <laughs> it was cute. So, yes. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> I would give this one 3.5. I enjoyed it overall, uh, but uh, it, uh, 
it is pretty, it is pretty, the chemistry wasn't like a hundred percent, but overall I still enjoyed it. So yeah, I give it a 3.5 out of five crowns. What about you, Caroline? I was gonna say 3.75, just that the kids are so adorable and mm-hmm. I love Katrina. So like I have like 3.75. Very good. What about you, Jen? Um, I'm right in there too. I mean, three and a half sounds great. Yeah. Very good. Let's take a second and thank our sponsors for this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Care Of. And they've been a sponsor for us for uh, quite a little while. And we're very grateful to them. And they have a they have high quality products, meets personalization. And I think that's what makes them special. And all of Care Of's products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. And they are super transparent about the research and sourcing behind all of their products. And you get individualized recommendations that come in daily. Daily, uh, individual wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. We all are sort of struggling with that right now. And, and you have, even it has your name on it. They're very individualized. And the way that they become individualized is they start you off with you taking their five-minute online quiz. And this quiz, it asks you about your lifestyle, your sort of your belief in vitamins, how you feel about that, your lifestyle, your skepticism, your health concerns, all that stuff are taken into effect. And then you are given with your recommendations for what you should be taking. And that's very, very helpful. And you can adjust your pack at any time. It's like having a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving your house. And I know when I took the quiz, I was able to narrow down to my sleep needs as being my highest priority. I was able to get some of the dream team on the go uh, quick sticks and those have melatonin as well as other uh, properties that are good for helping you to sleep and they've been great. It's a wonderful service that they offer and makes things quick and easy. You can have it delivered, you can have uh, it on a regular basis, or you can individually order your vitamins. Important for all of us right now with fall coming on that we fall back into a healthy routine. As the season changes, it's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to help support your immune system this fall. Care of his products go beyond vitamins and supplements to include protein powders and boosts to help supplement your workouts as you move indoors in the colder months. So you will really find it helpful for 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. That's new code. So go to takecareof.com, Enter code Hallmarkies50. Uh, okay, so then we have The Christmas Bow. And this movie uh, stars Lucia Maccarelli and Michael Rady. It's about Kate, a promising musician whose lifelong dream of playing in the Rocky Mountain Philharmonic is put on hold by an accident. Reconnecting with Patrick, an old family friend, and his young cousin Gavin uh, while recovering at home during the holidays, she finds love in someone who believes in her. That's not a very good description, I would say, but um, but anyway, I have to say, I went into this with pretty low expectations, especially the fact that she is not an actress. She's a violinist. I was pretty skeptical and maybe low expectations helped. I don't know, but I was pleasantly surprised by this film. It was way better than I expected it to be. I thought Mm -hmm. she did a serviceable job. It's not saying she's going to win an Emmy or anything, but I thought she did a decent job thought they had decent chemistry and there were a couple scenes in this movie that seriously elevated it above uh above where it would have otherwise been in particular the scene where she's playing for the grandma with dementia that oh i lost it Mm. i i mean i i usually i'm an easy cry but I'm usually not like a weeper and that was a weeper moment (laughs) that was so good that scene I don't know how you watch that scene and not be moved. It yeah. was the, the older actress did such a good job of playing the dementia. And then when she's singing and have yourself a merry little Christmas is my favorite secular Christmas song. And I just, that scene was so good. I really loved it. And so there was a lot I really liked about it. I loved James Saito as her dad. I thought he did a really good job and or her or grandpa. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It was her, every time she played the violin, she was unbelievable. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, Jen, what do you think about this one? Um, I liked it. I did not know she wasn't an actress to start, but it became mm. really apparent to me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his, what's the name of that actor? Michael Rat? Is it Rat? Michael Rady. Michael Rady. I think mm-hmm. he can sell me anything. I just yeah. think he's fantastic. So he made it okay that she mm-hmm. wasn't an actress for me because she seemed like an overeager puppy in a lot of it to me. But I'll tell you what, the violin playing was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And how fun is that to just get that in this show? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, even what she plays at the end is incredible. Um, and, but so it took me down a rabbit hole in realizing that she wasn't an actress. To, so I was on my phone, like looking things up. And apparently that the violinist, the actress herself, or didn't, she had an accident too, um, mm-hmm. where she couldn't play. She wasn't sure she was going to, she said that that scene where she's asking all the questions about, will I be able to play the same and all of that? She said that was echoing her real life. Like it was a different kind of injury, but she had, and that, like that, I thought that was very cool. And she ended up getting a full recovery and being able to play in full, but she didn't know. And mm-hmm. um, she said she didn't know if they put that in on purpose or not, but um, it was easy for her to play because she'd lived that, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you could feel like her, especially that scene where she has the phantom pain. Yeah. That was so devastating to think about, you know, it's her whole life, mm-hmm. everything she's worked for. And Lucia, she is part Korean, part Italian, which is interesting. Her mother's Korean. Her father is Italian. And I mean, it was nice to have such a diverse cast that we don't typically see a lot of Asian representation in these movies. Um, So that made me happy to see uh, in these, in this film, you also get to see if you, Uh, watch the new show dash and lily on netflix uh james saito is in that film is that show as well and we're gonna have a uh, recap of that show a spoiler filled with me and austin burke uh coming up this week so make sure you check that out it's a really cute show i think uh so anyway he's a great actor i like him a lot and uh i thought he did a good job as the grandpa and uh and caroline overall what did you think of this one like like you i went in with like lower expectations but like it it kept me in like kept me entertained watching the whole movie and Mm -hmm. like i i lost it when she played for the grandma Mm because my grandma has dementia and like i just saw her like earlier that day and so i got i was like oh i was just like crying and i never like full-on cry during like a movie like mm-hmm. and so it, that took a lot so mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the movie mm-hmm. and yeah. I like the disability like the um his mom that has mm-hmm. a Charcot Marie tooth disease like I, I like that they had like such an emphasis on that too yeah that was really cool her his mom the actress has like you said it's called Charcot Marie tooth syndrome and uh she she was spunky she was Mm -hmm. funny i liked her a lot Mm -hmm. and uh i also liked uh the um i liked i think it was her mom that uh or stepmom i'm not sure anyway she was fun uh the the whole cast i i really enjoyed and so it was Mm -hmm. cool to have representation all around for this film and yeah, I kind of liked how his mom both needed his help, but also was very free with her opinion and was funny. And mm-hmm. so that was really good. Good. And also I thought that for a child performance, the little boy and him, when he finally, when he finally performs, that was really sweet. <laughs> that was sweet. He's a cute yeah. little boy. There's nothing worse than somebody learning how to play a, a, a string instrument. It's, it's brutal. So the fact they made that charming, I was really impressed by that. Uh, I I liked how her doctor was like the most jolly doctor I've ever seen. Yes. This. <laughs> he, he, he reminded me of my pediatrician. Like, I loved him. Like, but like, the, he wore ties like that. I'm like, that reminds me of him. Yeah, it was so funny. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that and uh, <laughs> there were little scenes that were fun, like when the little girl comes in to buy the recorder. Like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> the earplugs are over there <laughs> really oh my gosh and they also had a pretty early kiss in this movie which was fun and i loved the fact that not only did they kiss but then they had a whole discussion about it the next day yes. which you never see and she, he's like well we better talk about it <laughs> that was really good i agree that i think michael rady really helped her to be able to perform to her best mm-hmm. and i uh, i think that they did a good job together mm-hmm. i also had so they're gonna put on this party this big party at the store and it just made me laugh when they're like we already have eight christmas trees in the store <laughs> like not enough <laughs> it's really good uh, <laughs> Uh, they also the one word cure for all of life's woes is chocolate <laughs> yeah, that's the truth i mean yeah, not gonna lie. <laughs> there's in uh the uh, lifetime movie this weekend with natalie hall <laughs> she had uh, the uh she fa- falls for the guy who the tour guide who's also owns a chocolate company and he's like she's like she's like he's handsome he's a uh, He's capable, smart, and he runs a chocolate company. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, lot that, was, that was funny to me. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and just so they have this sort of combined worry about getting involved in each other's lives. Like she's worried about his dream of going and being a doctor in Africa and he's worried about interrupting her life of being a traveling violinist. And uh, what do you think, Jen? Do you think that they resolved that in a somewhat satisfying way, that conflict? Um, I do. And only because, uh, I mean, they ultimately just, it boiled down to they just chose each other, right? Yeah. I mean, he chose not to go mm-hmm. to Africa, but he didn't do it. He didn't say because of you. He said he decided that this is what I wanted. Like, mm-hmm. and I appreciated that. He, because in life in general, it really does just come down to what and who we choose. And I like that it just kind of went like that. And it made, and it actually made sense to me. Yeah. It was like, a grown up way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's a point when you have these lofty dreams where I want to go to Africa and do this stuff, that sometimes you do that when you're freer, your heart isn't tied up, you don't have connections or family, but then when you have those things, what, what and how you want your life to look changes. And yeah. I mm-hmm. in any of these shows when there's the ability to say I changed and so mm-hmm. this is what I choose now and I I liked it yeah it's like one of the things that annoyed me about La La Land is in that movie the idea of I felt like they showed that giving up the love for the job was like an inherent good that you're following your dreams so of course it's good to do that and it may or may not be depending on the person but uh, a, a job can only satisfy you so much. It's kind of like with the Nile Mater character in, in sweater, Christmas sweater, that you get, your, you get your job, you think it's your dream job. And if you don't have relationships, if you don't have loved ones in your life, it's not gonna, it doesn't matter what your job is. It's not going to be satisfying. And we sometimes build up these illusions that, oh, if I just get the, the right job or if we just have the right career move, that that's somehow going to be satisfying. And it can be satisfying, but it's only a part of what is satisfying in life. You have to have the relationships and the other things in your life in order for, for in order for it to all matter and be important. Mm-hmm. And I think she kind of realized that she has that conversation with her grandpa where she talks about how uh, that she's been so into music that she's been neglecting her heart. And that's what he yeah, says. I like and, that part. Yeah, it was really sweet. And, and um, she t- I'm just going to say this right now. I'm just yeah. realizing I'm really in deep with these Hallmark movies because I'm about to quote another one. And that is just weird that my references are now becoming Hallmark movies because one of my favorites from last year was um, Christmas at Graceland, Home for the Holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that one, he she's supposed to go to another country or something for a job. And oh, yeah, in London. I just pitched to have the job but to stay here and he, he says, what changed? And she says, I did. And I always just thought that was the greatest line. And I kind of apply that same thing to this one. 
that mm-hmm. it's kind of like he acknowledges I changed. Like I want to be here with you. Mm-hmm. And this was nice too, because they show her at the end, still trying out for the Philharmonic. So it's not like mm-hmm. she's, she's not, she's like putting her violin away or something like that. Like you can, you can still you can have both. Yeah. You can have both. It's just the, you have a combined dream instead of that. Again, to use La La Land as an example, that was one thing that, that I didn't like in that movie is that it was like, they had to have separate dreams and what happens in a relationship is you have to make a combined dream of what you're going to do together. And, uh, and I think that that uh, you could see that at the end and that's what they had done. Like her dream had become his dream and he was ex- as excited for her as, uh, as, as she was. So it was really, really sweet. And that was sweet. And I can only imagine that uh, if, if you had invested so much of your life, getting that kind of injury would be just incredibly devastating. I can't even imagine. You should listen what? to her talk about her own injury and what that yeah. did, that journey. And it's so, it's so interesting to me that she had that experience and then she did this movie. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if that was done on purpose, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will definitely pretty, have to like, take a look at that. Normal. No. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the highlight was definitely when the grandma sings. That was, that's uh, definitely be on a rabbit hole too about reading about people with dementia and Alzheimer's and different things and how music really does bring these memories out of them. There's mm-hmm. like a, a, there's like a kind of famous clip of a ballerina that they play Swan Lake and she starts her body starts to move in the, yeah. in oh the wow movement of the of the ballet. It's beautiful how. Uh, music memory is different than our other memory i just think that's Mm -hmm. incredible and i was really wanted to find out if that was a thing from watching this show Mm -hmm. because it's probably a different part of the brain different Mm -hmm. region that processes the different things and i mean i i just remember my grandfather who had dementia luckily he he was taken before it got super bad but uh but still there'd be this moments where it was like he was lost to all of us, you know, he's in like a different world. And then you'd have those moments of connection and it would mean so much. It's like, oh, he's back. It was the best. And I was like, my, my Mimi, whenever she hears like a hymn or something, like mm-hmm. she, like her mem- like she starts talking about when she was a little girl going to church mm-hmm. with her grandpa, who was a minister. It's like, whenever she hears those hymns, it comes back to her. So like, like mm-hmm. music does really help. Yeah. So, Isn't mm-hmm. that interesting too, how, they often remember the moments of childhood and they can't mm-hmm. remember their own kids' names, but they can remember yeah. their mm-hmm. school teachers and it's just the minute details of mm-hmm. their, I always think that's so fascinating. So there we go. That was the Christmas bow. Uh, what would you give it out of five, Caroline? I was going to, I liked it a little bit better than the um, Christmas um, ring. So I'm going to mm-hmm. say um, four. Mm-hmm. So okay jen what about you what did you give it um on emotion alone because i think this show is a hundred percent so is on emotion like it's yeah. emotionally driven in a way that maybe a couple of others aren't um i will i'm gonna say three seven five mm-hmm. well i'm also going to give it a four uh and uh, and again i think maybe part of it is that i did have really low expectations and it mm, succeeded it so mm. we'll see where it ends in my total ranking of the end of the year right now, I actually have it at four. Uh, but, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes, uh, from here. So it's been a really fun weekend. Let us know in the comments section, what you thought of these four films. We'd love to hear. And I, or you can tell us on Twitter, that would be really fun. And, uh, so Caroline, how can people find you on social media? You can find me at Twitter at Mina Caroline R. Great. And Jen, do you want to share your Twitter? Or? Sure. My Twitter's um, it's ridiculous because I got my Twitter handle so early in the Twitter game. No one was doing anything normally. It's at what Jen's up to. See, it makes no sense. But no, it makes huge. perfect sense. It's very good. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And also check out our Patreon because this weekend, this Saturday, 
we are doing our next patron watch along with Leslie Desmarandes and Kevin Duda, who are the director and producer of Two Turtle Doves. We're going to be watching that film with them, getting all the behind the scenes details. That was one of fan favorites last year. So it should be really fun. Only $2 to join the Patreon and you can participate at any level that you, uh, that you sponsor. So you can participate in the watch along. So check that out. All the information will be in the description and make sure you're following the podcast, a Hallmarkies pod and Hallmarkies podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That helps us out so much. We really need it for people to find the podcast uh, on iTunes. So please do that. And then also, we, uh, if, you are, if you are watching on YouTube, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our merch store, which has tons of festive designs. And we, uh, we really appreciate any support in there. And we have right now, if you go to hallmarkiespodcast.com slash zoom slash backgrounds, you can download the uh, backgrounds that are free, our little Christmas gift to you by artist Jessica Miller. If you're watching the, the live broadcast, you can see it on my background. It's really fun. And those are free for you to enjoy in your Zooms that you were doing all Christmas long. So check that out. And thanks again, ladies, for coming and talking about these movies with me. This was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to all of your thoughts and Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye, everyone. <laughs>